Check the vending machines, man. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the internet where two best friends get together and talk about pop culture stuff. I'm Jason. That's Zach. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, man, just bringing in the new year, all that good stuff. So, you know, honestly, I'm just ready for whatever we're supposed to get this year. I don't know. I honestly, I think it's like way less stuff than last year, right? From what I remember seeing, I didn't remember seeing anything that was, like, too eye-catching. Yeah. Uh, at least that I was, like, immediately thinking of. Yeah. That's what I think, too. I think I was looking at the list, like, briefly and kind of being, like, I, I don't know. The only thing I know is we're supposed to get John Wick 4 this year, right? It got pushed back, too. Oh, shit? God damn it. A few, right, a, few well. day, a few days ago, I got pushed back, I thought. I don't know exactly the date. I don't remember what date it was supposed to be, um, but I think it got pushed back again, almost a year. Jesus. All right, well, never mind. There went that, then. I could be wrong. I, I thought I saw that in, on Facebook groups. That no, it's looking in. like 2023 is what I'm seeing, so. Oh, man. Well, there went that. I can't think of anything else that was on my list, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when I look at it, because even with, like, the Marvel stuff, uh, I don't really care about what's happening in 2023. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, I just haven't watched Marvel stuff since, like, Endgame. I guess Spider-Man. I watched the second Spider-Man, so that was probably, like, the last Marvel thing I, like, actually went out of my way to you should, watch. Unless you, I'm forgetting a Marvel movie, maybe. And you should watch... Oh, no, Shang-Chi. Never mind. Yeah, you, need, you need to watch uh, the new Spider-Man, man. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's pretty good. Oh, you know what? There is that those Pixar movies that are coming out, which I kind of want. Yes, yeah, so the, yeah, tur- turn, turning and, red uh, and Lightyear. Yeah. And turning red, yeah. yeah, those look kind of good. Those are honestly uh-huh. like when I think about it, like turning red specifically is the, I really want to mm-hmm. watch that. And Lightyear, I have a lot of hope for, but I also know that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna find some way to cuck Buzz. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like it's gonna be one of those things where. Buzz ends up becoming like a background character in his own movie or some shit like that. And maybe not even background character, but they're gonna find some way to make him less cool than he was in the first. Like then then the what we the glimpse that we get of him of like the persona in Toy Story One where he still thinks he's a he still thinks he's a space man. Yeah. I think they're gonna either ruin that persona or even the buzz that we get in Star Command. Dude, honestly, I think I don't know if I've talked to this on the podcast or now, but that Star Command animated show was like one of my favorite shows as a kid. Yeah, That's, I mean, I I, I definitely didn't, show. I definitely didn't watch it a ton because I I didn't have Disney Channel. Yeah. Beyond, um, like eight years old, so I didn't really watch that show. I saw clips of it, yeah. and I remember my friends having Disney Channel. Um, but from what I have seen of it. It was. It looked cool. It was a fun show. Yeah, it's saw. a fun show. I mean, it's an interesting thing where it's like. I mean, it's not really like. It's the weird thing where it's like it's just based on the Buzz Lightyear toy, but it's 
actual his actual adventures and stuff like that. So it's like the only tangential thing is that it's Buzz Lightyear. Other than that, it has like nothing to do with Toy Story, which I I find interesting. I like that it ends up becoming like a like a pseudo like kid Star Trek almost like not as philosophical, obviously, but like that same type of thing where it's just him like going around like I guess it's more like SG One. Where it's like the military aspect of like military sci-fi. I mean, and like I always plants on missions and stuff. I always took it as like this is this is the Disney Green Lantern. I can see that or, too. Or like yeah. the Disney Nova Corps. Yeah. Or like they have. Yeah, the, that's definitely it's got that similar thing because yeah, they're basically just like space police. They all wear so. the same uniform. They all like travel yeah. around the galaxy, different quadrants, like answering the calls. It's like this is mm-hmm. Green Lantern. This is this is the Nova Corps. Yeah. Um. And I, yeah, I'm definitely excited for those two movies. We got Batman too, so there's that. Yeah, and that's like progressively looking better to me. Yeah, that last trailer that they dropped like this week looked really, really good. The they showed a lot more like Catwoman and stuff, and yeah, it looked really good. Honestly, that's the one. That's that's the thing I still don't like about the movie. <laughs> you still don't like her as Cat? I don't know. I think the last trailer kind of sold me on her a little bit more. It's um, not even about her as an actress. I don't know who that is. To me, it's I don't think I want. I think it's Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Is it Zoe Kravitz? There's no way. Yeah, I think it is. I just don't need Catwoman this early on in a Batman movie. Yeah, it feels weird to, yeah, go... Well, I mean, it's like... I mean, you're digging into this, and it's like... It's chock full of shit. Which, I mean, I guess at this point, like, people know what Batman is, and they, like, know the character and whatnot, so... But then, you know, in the in the logic of the movie, I think it's only, like, a year into him being Batman. So, yeah, for, like, Catwoman to be showing up that early is a little weird, but... Yeah, I, I just don't think we need to put... I think we can. I think we'd be fine having Batman and two villains, or Batman and one villain. I don't think we need to have all this stuff going on in the movie to make it compelling. Yeah. You can just have it be him versus the Riddler and make it a crime movie, and it can yeah. be two hours long and be perfectly fine. You don't need to have Bruce dealing with all this other external stuff that's tangentially related to to the Riddler. You don't need that. You can just have him in. Yeah. And uh, Gordon and the Riddler and Paul Dano and be fine. And yeah. you can, we can bring in Colin Farrell and have him play Penguin because he's obviously a mob boss. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But you don't got to have like, oh, oh we're going to bring in Clayface. And it's like, I don't need all this extra shit. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. I mean, they're not bringing in Clayface. No, right? no. I'm just giving an example. You don't have to be like. I saw some shit where the last trailer made it seem like they're doing like a, like a quarter, like they're stealing shit from quarter owls where they're like. Yeah. It seemed like there's something about like the Waynes and yeah. like how they built or what they had to do with like building Gotham or something like that. There's gonna be some like Court of Owls secret about yeah. how the Waynes were involved or something. That's what I kinda of felt too from that last trailer. Yeah. And you know, that's fine. I I don't necessarily love that storyline. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do. I I don't really necessarily care. I think it's my favorite run of uh his Batman. Uh, no, mine's mine's the previous, uh, before New Fifty Two, with the with Gordon's son as mm. this coming in and killing a bunch of people, and it's Dick as Batman. I, I think that's that that run is awesome. Mm. That's a great run. Uh, I, yeah, I never read that run. Yeah, so. that's a that's a really really great run. I um, and I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's Scott Snyder. It could be. It's been so long since I've read yeah. since I've read. That's Batman. what it, I couldn't remember his name for like a half a second. I don't know why. Yeah, it's been so long since I read Batman, or yeah, it's been a long time since I read Batman. Like since Scott Snyder was doing it, like that was the last time I really like read Batman. 
I mean, I, I go in there and every now and then I, I'll catch up on a couple things if people say a, a run's good. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's been so long since I yeah. felt that. I mean, I even when I was going to my LCS, I, Batman wasn't on my pickups. You know, mm-hmm. it was like Constantine and Flash and yeah, Aquaman. Like, I picked those books over fucking the big three. Yeah. And then fucking Spider-Man. Which sucked. Fantastic Four, which was whatever. Yeah. And I uh, saw that they're doing their next X Men phase or whatever. Yeah. I I, I hated it. I hated the, yeah. the I hated the, and that's funny because I um was a huge John the Hickman fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. I loved his his Fantastic Four run into FF. I think that that stuff was great. All his independent stuff, I think, is great. Yeah. And then I just really was not a fan of his of his X Men. I just really was not. I didn't. I didn't dig it. I didn't even finish it. I I couldn't get. I couldn't get past like probably issue like seven on a lot. Yeah, of, on, on it all seems like it's just a lot more of like the political aspect, especially with the like. I think the main thing I saw in the new article was like there's some sort of like fucking council and like. Krakoa or something yeah, like that. It's yeah. like all about this like council that of mutants that like govern the the mutant nation or some shit. And I was like, that's that's too much. Yeah, I don't need all that. I don't need all that shit. What? What? Do let's just start from here, man. All right. Because we're gonna Why we're not? gonna gradually wake up as the episode goes along. Yes. Because it's it's early Saturday morning. And we don't really record Saturday mornings anymore. Not really. It's been a long time. It's a Saturday morning after New Year's, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, yeah. What have you been checking out, man? This, this, is, oh, our, this man. is our this is our end of the year slash wrap up episode. Yes, we haven't done a wrap up episode in a while. So, mm-hmm. is there anything that you've been checking out, man? That you that, that's been really getting you jazzed. Um, I mean, outside of uh, the categories, you kind of uh text me about i think the main thing that has been what i've been doing in 2021 is ever since i got the shonen jump app i've just been reading so much manga yeah like i look like actually looking back at it and i was like oh i finished like four series this year which is like it's crazy for me i feel like just to like go through that because that's like i don't know collectively probably over like 500 chapters or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think the big thing that like really caught me lately was that I finished uh, Tokyo Ghoul, both parts. And uh, I really, really like that story. Mm-hmm. I think the ending got a little bit too shonen jumpy for me, where it ended up like into like, it, it had the usual pitfall at the end where it was like, it became like a kaiju battle almost. And it was like, the power up was like ridiculous, and like also Tokyo Ghoul does not have like a rigid power structure, so the power up also was like I don't even know like how powered up you are right now. Yeah. So that was like I was a little weird about it, but I but that last chapter was so great. Like I really like how he ended the series off on, and it got me me even more excited. Like like I've been reading his new series, but like got me even more excited to like see where his new series is gonna like take off. Right. Uh, because I just really loved Tokyo Ghoul so much. That was such a fun series, and it got me back to being a high school edge lord. So, 
I I I um uh, I definitely like the first part. I mm-hmm. I never finished the second part. I think the second part gets really confusing. Cuz that's all the part where it's like he loses his memories and then like the back half is like he's got like dueling memories and personalities with like the new personality ever since he lost his memories but the old him is still in there and like I don't know. It gets really confusing at certain points and there's a lot of like back and forth and betrayal between like all these different factions between like the the cops and like the actual ghouls himself and like there's just a lot to it <laughs> in no, the back no, half. I I always said this cuz I I didn't read I didn't read it until like years into it like already being done. Yeah. I think I don't think I read it until the sequel was already pu- being published. So yeah. I was I was really late cuz everyone else in our friend group already watched the anime and stuff. Yeah. And um I remember like thinking to myself before I started reading it like okay explain me explain to me the story and then like our friends would explain the story to me like okay cool so I don't care about following this kid. Yeah. I don't care about him. I don't give a shit about him cuz to me intrinsically the more interesting story is to follow one of the cops because yeah. they have they can die and they can die well, easily. Well that's why I think that's the second part is so much more interesting because you actually get Humans. a deep dive into like the cop world since yeah. he ends up becoming one of them. Like so. to me, that was so much more interesting to be like, okay, at the end of the first series, we see him fight and lose mm-hmm. to a human. Yeah, how the fuck does that work? Like that—that's yeah. the more interesting story to me. Like, how is this person that talented at whatever he's he's doing? Mm-hmm. To be able to like one on one, it's like if I like when I was watching um, what was something else so that was close to it? Oh my god, that reminded me of Tokyo Cool kind of. Um, mm-hmm. not Chainsaw Man. Jujutsu Kaisen, Jujutsu Kaisen, maybe. Maybe. And, it, and I think it was more so like just the concept of the what's the guy's name from from Jujutsu Kaisen, the the businessman. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Fuck! What is his name? I can't remember his name, but whatever, he's, whatever he's his name is. That like that yeah. character, it kind of gave me the like, kind of gave me the similar vibe of Tokyo Ghoul of the cops being like, okay, this dude's a person, and he has like a, like a magic power, and you and you really should be able to fight these monster things. Um, and it kind of gave me that a similar vibe to like seeing like the the trench coat guys and like mm. in Tokyo Ghoul, like they carry the briefcase and the briefcase becomes the weapon and all that kind of stuff and it kind of gave me a similar like visual vibe mm-hmm. to me that's the more interesting story is not is to like follow the, the people who it matters if they get hit once or twice because they're gonna die yeah and then it becomes kind of wash when you start adding humans who can like take 15 hits yeah and then it becomes okay now now there's no more threat yeah you know so yeah i get that and then uh but yeah, so I was really enjoying uh, reading that, and now I'm into now I'm into fucking One Piece, dude. <laughs> so yeah, I'm about I'm already like a hundred, a little under 150 chapters in. Like I made it to, I'm at the very, not the very beginning, but like the beginning of the Alabasta arc. Uh, they're about to go get Chopper, right now. That's about where I'm at, um, and I think I've resigned myself to the point where. I think once once they actually make it to Alabasta, 
I can't remember if Skypea is first. I know I'm definitely skipping Skypea manga-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to be like, all right, what chapters are those? I'm going to skip all those chapters. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do that with Alabasta yet or not, but like definitely the I would. One, like those are the two that are like I would. the ones where like if I'm going to skip like any arcs just because I remember them so well, it's going to be those two. Like definitely Skypea. Because like nothing even significant even happens in Skypea. Yeah, I would skip. Like they don't get a crew member and there's no like power up or anything. It's yeah. just like it's just an adventure. But like I didn't find the Skypea arc that interesting anyways. So yeah, I would skip both those little fuckers. Yeah, I mean I I don't know. I like Crocodile as a villain. I think he's interesting. But um, yeah, and you get the Robin stuff. But he is cool. But then eventually you get to Marine Ford and you're like, oh, he's a nobody. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I just. You know, I've gotten to the point where I've seen those admirals so much, and I know nothing about them except one no, guy. No, not, not even admirals. You just see Luffy fight Crocodile again, and you're like, "Oh, this dude's." A fucking... Oh wait, he shows up again. Yeah, oh. you're like, "Oh, this dude's a fucking pussy." <laughs> yeah, oh. like, like Luffy is so far beyond. Oh, wait, does he have what is it? The hockey or whatever at that point, so he can just like um, blast no, not him? really. He's like kind of like oh. he is hockey, like it, it, not of on command because hockey's what lets you hit people that are like intangible or whatever, yeah. right? I mean, at this point in the story, Crocodile was is a it would be nobody compared to to, yeah. to Luffy, but I mean, you see him in Impel Down, which is like the prison, mm-hmm. and Crocodile's in the prison, and he, they they escape the prison, and he's there. They have um, Kuro there, right? He shows up too. Doesn't he show up again? I can't remember. Who, I can't remember who that character is. The 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 black cat captain with the fucking sword claw hands. I don't remember if he's there or not. I, I always remember. liked him a lot too. I think I talked about this last week when I was talking about One Piece, but, like... Oh, and then I also remembered reading that, like, Arlong Park is, like, one of my favorite arcs in, like, early One Piece. That's mm. such, like, a good... Such a good arc, especially when they all just, like, fucking go full badass once Nami, fi- Nami finally asks for them for help. Yeah. And I, like, in my mind, I visualize the fucking... I don't remember what it's called, but, like, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm hyped for this shit. Yeah, I, I, I really, for me, One Piece is really hard to hard to read up until Water 7. Oh, yeah? Because it's, cause it's... I don't know, I really enjoy the early arcs. Um, of, I think there's a couple of arcs that, like, as, from what from what I've gotten to, like, anime-wise, like, there's definitely a couple of arcs that, like, are skippable. But, like, the majority of the early ones, especially the ones where it's, like, that's the introduction to that crewmate, I really like those a lot. Well, it's because, to me... Those early until Water Seven, it's it's an adventure manga. Yeah, it's not a battle manga. You know, oh, it's, it's, it's always it's always well no, it's always an adventure manga. But it, he they, he starts to incorporate more battle elements into it. Whereas like mm-hmm. Naruto is like, it's always yeah, it's always a ba- the, it's a battle manga, out. and that's that's what I like. That's the Dragon Ball Z heritage yeah. that I want to read. You know, so that's kind of where I come from it and. There's points in the manga where, like, especially like later on in One Piece, where they start to have super duper. I mean, they oh he always has them fight their own little mini bosses in chapters. Yeah. But get when when they get farther in, now you have these pages that are just so full of shit. <laughs> you just can't like, you can't even decipher what the fuck's going on because he wants to draw all these little word bubbles and stuff and like sidebars and stuff i'm just like okay mm-hmm. dude you gotta take a page out of like fucking naruto and like really like just draw five panels and you yeah. have, just just have it very simple but yeah. um 
yeah, I have to. Whenever I reread One Piece, I always end up skipping right to Water Seven. Mm. You know, or I'll, I'll, I'll pick up like the I'll read like right above Water Seven or in his lobby or something like that, and I'll start there because that's when mm. like, that's when One Piece to be starts. <laughs> I don't give a mm. shit about all the other stuff beforehand because <laughs> it's, it's just so much so much better from there on. It's like to me, it's mm. just so much more interesting to read. Mm. So that's that's what happens. That's, that's what it is for me. Okay, I get you. What about you, man? What have you been checking out? Um, not a whole lot, man. This past few weeks has been really dry for me. Um, mm. I, I I started watching CSI Vegas, which is the new, the new one with what's his name? Oh God, what's the guy? Yeah. He's in like the Good Place too, isn't he? I haven't seen the Good Place. I don't know. Oh, uh, I can't remember who the guy who takes over like the Grissom role. Yeah, um, there's a guy there, but there's there isn't really a guy who takes over that role. There's there's a lady who kind of becomes the boss, but mm-hmm. um, it's so it's CSI Vegas, and you follow a crew of CSIs who do like weekly, like their weekly investigation, like the show, and mm-hmm. it's a whole new cast. And then um, in the first episode of the season, something happens to one of the old characters from the original show, which means that Sarah and Gil from the original show have to come back to, like, try to figure it out. And they are doing – initially, they're, like, doing, like, their own storyline that's separate from the other cast. And Mm -hmm. eventually they kind of weave them together to where they're also all working together. But there's a point in the show where – in the beginning of the show – where Gil and Sarah are not not CSIs anymore. They're just like living on a boat or something. Hmm. And then they're like, "Okay, well, we can you can bring you back to the crime lab." Well, good thing you kept your certifications up and all those guys. I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You're living on a fucking boat. You live in a boat in the middle of the ocean, like in the middle of like like no like a, not they're not in America. Like they're just like living in the middle of the, somewhere. Yeah. And they happen to keep up their fucking. CSI, CSI certification. certification. It was such it was such bad writing, and then like they're like we already talked to the higher ups and they said you're good to go. We need people and all this. I was like shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> and the lab was like so intense. I was like this is a fucking like sci- like a laboratory, not like a fucking CSI lab. And then they bring back Gil comes comes in a few episodes later and they're like okay, well how about there's a dead dog, and we maybe sometimes. We need to have to help investigate animal cruelty cases, so maybe we should bring you back on, also, Gil, as a as a CSI. And like, he's like, yeah, okay. And I'm thinking, like, <laughs> yeah, how okay. the fuck do you just offer people jobs, and within a within an hour they're working again? Like, it makes no fucking sense. And I know it's a TV show, but there's there's certain things about TV shows. That, again, this goes back to my whole fucking rant about. The world, the world rules, and if we're going to have the meant the 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 handshake agreement of disbelief, that's something that I know this is a world of laws and paperwork because one of the characters is being tried for like falsifying evidence. And that's the whole point of the show. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I know for a fact that you can just bring people on. Like it's the fucking wild west. (laughs) Give us deputize a CSI and then they start working. That's not how that shit works. I mean, CSI in itself is always really weird because they treat CSI like they're detectives, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is always super strange. Because then you watch other cop shows and like CSI are just like the background people. Or 
I mean, yeah, you're, you're a fucking geek. Yeah. You don't do shit, you know. Now, so, if you watch CSI Miami, those guys are the fucking coolest dudes there are. Well, at least in CSI Miami, the main character, David, David Caruso, he's not a CSI, he's just a cop. So yeah. that makes more sense to follow him. But to have the CSIs interrogate a, a, a suspect, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, makes no fucking sense. So yeah, I'm watching that, and it's the same. It's the same quality as all the CSIs, which means that it's perfectly whatever. Yeah. So I didn't finish the season. And I'm not gonna watch it anymore. I just wanted to see how. They, <laughs> I, I just wanted to see how they brought those guys back. Yeah. That's all. Um. And then I started watching a couple weeks ago. I finished the first season of Cobra Kai. I need to watch that. Yeah, I, I, I always. I want to preface this because I'm a huge Karate Kid fan, and mm-hmm. our opening song for years opened with with the Cobra Kai, you know, mantra. Yeah. Big fan of Karate Kid. Strike for a strike, hard, no mercy. Especially uh, Karate Kid 2 is my favorite one. And people, I don't think people really like, they like Karate Kid 2 and 3, but I think they always say Karate Kid 1. I think Karate Kid 2 is my fa- is my favorite of the four mm-hmm. movies. Because um, I don't count, I don't count the fucking Jaden Smith one as a Karate Kid movie. Yeah, it's not Because <laughs> he's doing Kung Fu. Yeah. But, um, I, I, I like Cobra Kai and the, and the, 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 the people. From the original, I like the concept of the original movie. Mm-hmm. This was definitely one of those shows where I did I I didn't I, when it came out on YouTube Red or whatever the fuck it was called. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is gonna suck. This is going to be a waste of time, and I mm-hmm. don't think I will ever watch it. And here I am, three four years later. And I give it a shot because it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's fine. It's just fine. I think people who mm-hmm. are from who are teenagers in the '80s or kids in the '80s who watched it when they were kids, mm-hmm. fucking what? Oh my god, this fucking like the the march the fight scenes suck. Yeah, the fight scenes suck, but that's but that's they all they always sucked. Like they were never good in Karate Kid. Yeah, I mean they're not like. They're definitely not master class fight scenes. No, and, they, so. and like there's definitely a fight scene in one of the seasons later on that I just watched on YouTube. Mm-hmm. That was like way better. Like it gets it gets way. Well, I saw better. one where it was like because I think, I think they showed it when Rich and Jay were talking about it. That there's like some fight scene in like a school or something mm-hmm. like that, and I was like, damn, this looks pretty jacked. That that, that that fight scene, I watched that scene and that one was perfectly. That one looked good. That was fine. I mean, yeah. for what it was, it's fine. It's not like it's gonna be a fucking. You know, Jet Li fight, but it's fine. It's perfectly right. fine. Um, but in the first season, the fights are all kind of like, oh, okay, these are kind of fucking goofy. Um, but the idea behind following Lawrence, I love that. I love yeah. that idea. That I think that idea. I love is- the concept of that. Yeah, of following the former Cobra Kai who becomes like a mentor to the well, kid. Well, they do this thing I love, which people always talked about. Which was uh, uh, years ago, you would see like the people like recut trailers of movies and to to make it a different genre. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, okay, we recut. I, I remember seeing this like ten years ago, being like, we the Karate Kid recut to make uh, Danny look like a fucking like, like he's the villain. Oh yeah, look, make him look like the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. and then in, this, in Cobra Kai, Johnny's talking to his his mentee, being like, 
I don't, oh, and he tells the story. I don't know what's like going on, man. Like, I, I was dating this girl for two years. I was in love with her. And then she said, all of a sudden, she wants to go on a break. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then all of a sudden, there's this fucking guy from New Jersey hitting on my girlfriend. I was like, hey, stop doing that, dude. So I have to beat him up. And then, and then, and then <laughs> so kick his ass. there's a dance or Halloween party. I'm in the bathroom, and I haven't seen this guy in months. And he fucking th- dumps shit on me, and I have to beat him up again. <laughs> like, I keep telling him to get away. Like, and, and stuff like that, that makes the show, like... Okay, and he and he's playing it really like the character alone is like he's not a good guy, mm-hmm. but you see him morph his his um, training, like his perspective about martial arts shifts as he, the season goes along, and that's cool. And it's it's a cool show, and he wears a really cool band shirt Ooh. that it's a great band. Uh, not my favorite. It's a favorite. It's a good '80s band. Not my favorite '80s band, but it's a good '80s band. What else do I feel about Cobra Kai? Um, the kids are annoying, which is pretty much the show. Mm. There's a dumb character who has a fucked up lip. It's like a scar or something, or um, like a hair lip. I don't know what that means, honestly. Well, it's like it's the Joaquin Phoenix thing. Yeah, something like that, and then. <laughs> they're in his do- they're in the the new Cobra Kai dojo, and Johnny's like, "Yo, what the fuck is that, dude? You gotta get like a haircut or something to, to you know." Uh oh. Uh oh. There we go. I got you back. Yep. All right. We're back. Oh my gosh. Excuse me. But he's like, "You should get, you should get a mohawk or something to like help distract from that fucked up lip," and the kid like goes home and like. Gets a fucking mohawk and they call him like Hawk now or something. And I was like, this is fucking okay. I get it. I get it. I get the point. Of the, I get the point of the interaction. But it just felt real like it's a, it's eighties quality of like okay, this is this is this would make sense if this was the eighties movie. So I'm. Lost you again. Uh, just for a bit. Yeah, I see it. It's not too bad. Well, let's go out. Is it, is it? Do you think it's your new place? I don't know. Because I feel like my internet's been good here. But, but yeah, we weren't doing... This wasn't happening in Orlando, so yeah. I really don't know what is going on. We were on. pristine in Orlando, man. This new fucking Charlotte internet's terrible. Maybe it's because I'm, like, technically below ground level? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Because even last week, it ended up solidifying so maybe we'll work out but yeah uh, cobra I, don't know. Kai, I mean it's fine for like the first half hour but i don't know yeah like i said cobra kai it's it's fine I, i'm not in any rush to binge it if i finish it no. i finish it. if i don't i don't i'm not in any rush to finish it i don't have that that really big desire to to go out and because the new season came out last night oh okay i don't have this huge desire to go slam it today i don't i don't really care if, if i watch it i watch if i don't i know i'm not gonna miss out on anything mm-hmm. so um and the last thing i really have been doing weekly or no every couple weeks is that i'm still watching next generation but it's like i watch i'll watch a bunch in a row and then i won't watch it for two weeks and then i'll come back to it and watch a couple in a row and then i won't watch it for a week Okay. I'm just like not. I'm not really binging anything. I'm kind of just like hanging out, watching here, here and there. 
and that's kind of it. And I'm enjoying it still, but it's definitely... I don't love it. Mm. I'm enjoying a lot of this, a lot of it. And there's some episodes that are really, really good. And there are some episodes that are really fucking dumb. Which is like every show, I guess. But mm. I feel like with Stargate, uh, they give me the... There's always going to be action in it. Yeah, a Star Trek is not going to have as much no, but of that. There was an episode... If it is there, it's not particularly good. No, there, there was an episode I was watching where um, Jordy has this, this guy who works for him who mm-hmm. is, like, sucking. You know, he's, he's, he's being terrible as, like, being a engineer. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, like, always late to work and... Jordy will give him a task and like it's like sucks, um, and then Jordy goes to Picard and's like I need this guy he needs to be he needs to get out of here and Picard's like you gotta talk to him that's what a good leader does you gotta talk to him and Jordy's like okay yeah. I'll try and Jordy goes and tries to talk to him and the whole time this guy is in the hollow deck like pretending to be like a badass like he's like he's, he's like living out his fantasy and then the episode finished and they it all whatever they figure it all out and it all works out and stuff and i'm thinking like what this is like a pbs like episode of a show and i just sat here for 44 minutes watching the show this is supposed to be a, this is supposed to be entertaining yeah but then i uh went on youtube and i was looking at people who make funny edits about discovery versus mm-hmm. every other star trek and yeah. it was about leadership and stuff like that and they used that episode as an example between differences between Star Trek and Discovery. Yeah. And then it cuts to that same scene with Picard being like, no, you can't just dump him somewhere, Jordy. Talk to your people. Like, figure it out. Like, you have to make sure you, you know, talk about it. And then it cuts to Discovery, and then the, the, the captain's like, nope, you're just stupid. You're just dumb. So, nope, we're done. We're done here. Oh, my God. And I was like, it, this is, that's amazing. That's so fucking amazing. Oh, God. But that's really it. Oh, yeah. Everything I've seen about the writing in that show is awful. I, I've never watched a single episode, but I'll go. And now that I've watched enough Star Trek to understand, like, I don't know all the references, obviously, but I can understand like the the themes that are being talked about. Uh. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, so seeing that the, that that completely changed was like, okay, this is. Lost internet connection again. I think we're good now. We'll see what happens if it keeps doing it. I'm, I'm good now. I'm better now. Yeah, it says we're good now on my Shit. end, too. Maybe I need to... Re- I don't know. Maybe I'll have to... After we do the episode, I'm going to do a hard reset on mine, too. Yeah, I think I need to hard reset my computer, maybe. But we'll, gonna, we can I'm do that after that. hard reset my fucking modem. Yeah. Oh, so beyond TNG, it's just a, a bunch of... Pro wrestling documentaries. Not even the fucking... Not even pro wrestling itself. Just re-watching Monday Night War docuseries. Re-watching Ruthless Aggression 2. It just came out. Re-watching mm. Steve Austin's Skull Sessions on the Peacock. Just That's all I'm doing. That's all I've been doing. It's like filling time. Yeah. Um, I, watched a, I watched a couple episodes of Doug. I was kind of bored. So I wanted to... 
I wanna, the Nick show? Yeah, I wanted to watch some Doug. Oh. So I watched some Doug. The only thing I remember from that is Quail Man. That's it. Oh man, I was a, I was a Doug fanatic, bro. I was a huge fan of Doug. I thought I thought Doug was interesting, but I definitely didn't like. I think when I started watching it, it was like at the tail end where like Nick stopped playing it on TV. It was on Disney. It was like that tail end where like it ended up going to like Teen Nick and it only played at like it was either like really early in the morning or like really late at night or something like that. Well, eventually it went to Disney. Disney got got it and they started doing a whole new show. Oh really? They like changed the art style a little bit and yeah, it went to Disney. And that's when mm-hmm. I stopped watching it. Yeah. Um yeah, so watching Doug and I thought about like, okay, what do I want to watch this year? I kind of got tempted to watch some cartoons. Mm-hmm. So I, I got Paramount because they have all Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. And I wanted to watch TSI um, just to see see what it was. Right. And I was like, okay, I got, so I got, I got a month of Paramount. I'm scrolling through the Nicktoons. And I'm like, okay, I love this show. I love that show. I love this show. And I was like, do I, do I really want to watch Rocco's Modern Life? I was like, I, I liked it a little bit as a kid, but I didn't love it. Right. I'm not going to watch Ren Stimpy because I hate that show. <laughs> and I was like, I don't feel like really watching Rugrats because they have a new one. So I'll, maybe I'll watch that. They have a new Rugrats? Yeah, it's all CG. Uh, okay. And I was like, hey, Arnold, maybe? Hey, Arnold's not bad. No, hey, it's Arnold, fine. It's fine. But so I settled on Doug and I just watched a couple episodes and I was like, okay, this is fun. But now, it got me in the mood to watch, um, like, Cartoon Network stuff. So I, I went back to HBO Max. Yeah, every time we have this cartoon discussion, it just makes me want to rewatch Totally Spies for some reason. It's the one that always sticks in my brain. Totally Spies? Totally Spies. I don't know why. That's, like, a whole, that's a whole like, lot farther away from what I'm talking about. I know, probably. I mean, I'm... That or... There's always, I don't usually rewatch the whole show, but there's definitely instances where I'll also go back and like watch a couple episodes of like Ed and Eddie because that was my favorite Cartoon Network show. Yeah, I, I hated that show. I loved Ed and Eddie. I I was more. Of I was a, definitely more of like a Cartoon Network guy than like a Nick guy. Mm-hmm. Like it was like Ed and Eddie. It was The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Shit, what were some of the other ones? Those are the main two that I like really remember. I'm sure, yeah. there was other ones I watched too, but. Nah, dude, I was pure. I was Nick, Nick Nickelodeon, man. That that was yeah. me. Because Nickelodeon also was like at the time was half live action, mm-hmm. and I liked, I loved that stuff. And Cartoon Network was just cartoons, and I like cartoons yeah. and stuff. But um, like, like for me as a kid, like I never watched SpongeBob. I've seen like five episodes. SpongeBob is not that interesting. I don't to me. get it. A lot of our friends will will reference it and like they'll la- love it, and I'm like I don't get the reference. I've only seen five episodes in 1999 when it came out, and I just this show is stupid. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to Cartoon Network, I mean, like Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack, obviously. But yeah. I, but here's here's my thing though. I never <laughs> I never I never really liked it that much. You didn't like Samurai Jack? I loved the concept. I loved the creator. I love mm-hmm. I love the the genre that they're pulling from. I love a lot of the action, but yeah. I just never was really like drawn in enough to consistently watch it. 
when I would watch it, I thought, oh, this is really cool. This is like, this is literally just a samurai shit. This is a samurai movie. Yeah. And then um, I just didn't, I didn't really appreciate those elements as, as a kid. Um, so I never really consistently watched it. And then uh, that, that was kind of it. And I thought now maybe as an adult, I would go back and rewatch all of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would appreciate it more. So I thought about doing that. Um, but I haven't committed yet. So, mm-hmm. so I think 2022, my, um, my big goal, I've been saying that all year. I just haven't done it yet. I've been really slacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it ends up being, uh, I'll be create this big goal for myself, moving like movie watching goal or something. Mm-hmm. And I will start it. And then immediately just go back to watching action movies. Like, go, go back to watching, like, 80s, 90s action movies. Yeah. Um, but I want to watch every Godzilla movie. Okay. That's still my goal. But my goal, I've been, I've been telling you this for, like, eight months. Like, I, I want to like go back and rewatch yeah, I think and watch all of them. Yeah, I started talk, having this when, in the lead-up to Godzilla vs. King Kong. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I've definitely wanted to at some point, but I know there's definitely like certain eras that are like more stinker than than hit. Yeah. Um, I saw. I, I want to do it. I I, I want I still, to. I I would still would like to do that at one point. Just go through all of them and. I want to just to round there. out my tokusatsu, because that's true. That's like the big branch of tokusatsu that you really don't hit on that much the kaiju it's, part it's, of it. it's it's almost it's virtually none before like ultraman and all that shit like i mean ultraman because I, I consider kaiju ultraman separate right because they're their own categories mm-hmm. so like if you just go to the gen, the generic if it's man in suit show all, i would say mm-hmm. ultraman is more man in suit but it has yeah. a ton of it pulls from the kaiju so much that's the that's the whole like the fight style Mm-hmm. But if we're just going down by this by the um, the series, like I'm super well versed in in all the Shotaro Ishinomori shows. So basically, like Super Sentai, I I am super well versed in. Common mm-hmm. Rider, I'm super well versed in. Obviously, Garo, I'm super well versed in. All the like Metal Fighter, Beef Fighter, Sh- Space Sheriff Gavin, Sheriff on all. I I know all that shit. I'm, I've seen Beetleborgs. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's that's B fighter stuff. I've seen all that shit. I'm all I'm all into that. The two remaining legs of Tokusatsu that I don't know nearly shit about is Ultra and Godzilla Kaiju Gamera stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because they're Kaiju things. So I don't never really care. But I want to rectify that. Mm. But I want to start with Godzilla because it's more accessible in uh, like physical release. They're they're releasing a ton of Ultraman now on on Blu-ray and DVD here. But okay, there's the Criterion set. I was about to say you've got the big Showa era Criterion set for Godzilla at least, so that's like yeah. a, a decent starting point. And then I think Criterion also has the original Godzilla. Yeah, they have, as they have, well. they have a separate. So. But then when I yeah. tried to, to do this stuff, I watched Final Wars, and it was so fucking bad. <laughs> I mean, Final Wars, I think, even in the kaiju world, is considered a very bad movie. <laughs> it was bad, bro. It, I, I didn't finish it because it was so bad. 
Yeah. But I figure I go back. Well, that's the one where American Godzilla shows up just so they can fucking beat the shit out of it. Yeah. I figure I go back to the beginning. I've never seen the original Godzilla. Start there, and yeah. maybe I'll see the Biollante because that's the one I want to watch the most. Yeah, Biollante is interesting. So I, I, I mean, I cool. I definitely want to get to like. There's some really interesting. Like for me, I really enjoy uh, the first Mecha Godzilla movie where he shows up for the first time. He's like the top secret project, and like the whole like government. You know, backdoor dealing, top secret, you know, research and all that kind of thing. I found really interesting when I watched it. It's been a while since I watched the first Godzilla though, because that was the area where it was like Sci-Fi Channel would have would have like those weekends where they would just play like every single Godzilla movie that they had the rights to. Yeah. Um, God, I miss those sci-fi sci-fi movie weekends. A lot of those movies were fucking terrible, but I fucking loved watching those stupid movies. No, I bet, dude. I never, I never, I never did that. I never, I, I once. Oh, you didn't? I remember there was one where it was like a, a manticore type of thing. Yeah. They like fucking yeah. unearth some. I, I know that movie. They go to some ancient ruins yeah. in like Egypt or some shit like that. And they like unearth a manticore that like yeah. fucking kills no, everybody. No, I, um, I was already so, cause by the time that was coming around, mm-hmm. no, middle school, high school, later i was already such a film snob yeah that i was like i'm gonna watch an asylum movie no 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 no. i'm gonna watch boa versus python no No. i'm gonna watch fucking you know uh atlantic rim um excuse me (laughs) i'm gonna go watch fucking (laughs) universal soldier of john claude van tam like there's something else that's like my that's my fucking i'm gonna go watch street fighter with john claude van tam there you go. Oh, the last thing I want to say before we move on is mm. that I've been um, playing a ton of Marvel oh. Marvel 2. Oh, shit, for real? Yeah, and I am at... Well, where at? The emulator, dude. Oh, you've just been playing on emulator? Yeah, yeah. I've been playing emulator uh, on my on my computer. Not... I haven't used FightCade yet, because I don't want yeah. to go get fucking bodied. Bodied by these people who just if it was, constantly play Marvel. If 2. it was Marvel yeah. three, different story. I have a lot of hands on with Marvel three recently, mm. like as in like the last since it came out. It's an easier yeah. game, and I can X factor the X factor out of that shit. But Marvel two, I never took the time to learn because I only ever played it in arcades, and there's no way yeah. I was gonna put quarters in that fucking machine to try to learn how to do yeah. anything in that game. And I'm playing mm-hmm. on pad, so I can't do shit. Because um, that game, specifically to me, is really easy to play on stick. Street Fighter, mm-hmm. for me, is hard to play on stick. But Marvel, is, to me, is really easy because the magic sequence is easy to hit on stick versus pad. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Because especially, yeah, the 1, 2, 3 is super it's just, easy it's on so stick. so much easier to hit the magic sequence on there. But so I, um, I'm playing a lot of Marvel 2. And I'm so, so mad when I downloaded it. Who are you? What's your team? Who are you playing? Oh, there's no cohesion. There's, oh, there's no, no I, I don't got no. I'm not. Pick- I mean, look, I I know you. I don't have cohesion with my team either. I just like to pick people who I have fun with. I think the one time that I've played, I Marvel Two is definitely the Marvel game I played like the least of. But I think the team that I had was like, fuck. Hold on, I gotta look at like a character roster and like remember who the fuck was in this game for who I picked. Tell me your team while I'm looking. This I up. always start Cyclops, right? Cyclops. Okay. 
I think I pick like projectile assist. I, I think um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then I do Ryu because I have to. Okay. I think I also do projectile. And then I do either I'll do Magneto, even though I can't do mm. the infinite because I don't. I'm not good. Or I started playing with Geef because he's just fun. Yeah. But then usually what I end up doing is picking just a just an off the wall character that I just don't know, like yeah, like um, what's the Jin? Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know who the fuck. Jin that, is super fun. Like Captain Commando, I don't know who the fuck that character is, but I picked them. Dude, I know my team is normally, I usually pick Captain Commando because I like him a lot, and then I think I usually pick Cyclops, and then I normally pick. I just like his design, but I I know his his play is dog shit, but uh. He's like the Sam. He's got like the beam sabers. I don't even remember his name, but he's got like the the, the headband, like he's got like the beam saber, something like that. But I always pick him on my team too because I think he he looks super fucking rad. Yeah, I mean, I and the third for sure. It's always it's always gonna be like Street Fighter character, specifically mm-hmm. Hado character. Yeah, because I, if I fall back, I have to be able to do. I gotta do what I got. Gotta do fireball. I gotta do what I gotta fireball do. Fireball spit yeah. kick. If I could fireball you from mid screen, full screen, and I can at least jump in hurricane kick, I can yeah. I can win against scrubs. Yeah. Um, and then I pick Cyclops because I just like Cyclops. And then yeah, the third pick is always just whoever I think looks cool at the time. I was playing with Jill yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Jill's good or bad. I don't know the tier list, but I think Jill's fun. I think she's like. Consider like one of the worst characters in the I game. I think she is because her supers are she's bad. So I think. fun, and then I'll pick like yeah. I, I just I have fun. At Marvel three, I had a little more cohesion, but even then, it was very much like Hulk, yeah. Sentinel, you know, big boys. Well, the Mike Ross it was, combo. It was, it was, it was Hulk because Hulk's good. Sentinel because yeah. I suck and he's did a lot of damage at the time. And then mm-hmm. like yeah, like Ryu or some shit like that. Just like. Plus, like this Ryu's super, just full screen Hadoken. Mm-hmm. Just okay. I can just, if I'm in a rush, I can chip you out. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Word. No, yeah, dude, that's super rad. No, I'm I'm hoping that Max's campaign goes through, and they just finally decide that they're gonna port Marvel Two to consoles at some point. Oh yeah. Because I would love to play it again, but like, I'm just super bad at like messing with emulators. Like I just remember. When I was like trying to play Persona 3 and like trying to use the emulator, and I was like, give myself a headache trying to get the fucking thing to work. Yeah, I just used Retro Arch and it was super easy. Um, mm. That's how I, that's how I play Metal Gear now. Is all through emulator. Yeah, I think that's. I don't know um, if it's illegal or not, but I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, you can't really get Metal Gear anywhere. It can't be illegal. You can't buy it anywhere. I mean, there's no there's good. Like, there's like no. There's no good. Buy. There's no good. Yeah. There's no good way to play Mar- yeah, Metal Gear. Yeah, unless 1. you have like your original PlayStation in the game. Like, there's no good way to play Metal Gear. And I'm so. not gonna buy that. I mean, I would buy it if it was a good. Price, I mean, you can play two and. In... You can play two, three. I think two and three were on the PS3 or something. They but... did the remaster collection, which I do have, has two, three, Peace, Peace it's Walker. Two, three in the PSP, right? Yeah, yeah Peace Walker. But they which is weird. Like, why would the collection not just be? One, two, three. Like, I feel I like know. that's the question. And there's, there's like, a... It's so stupid that they didn't do one. There's a GameCube remake of MGS1 called Twin Snakes, mm-hmm. which I never played. Mm. But here is really easy. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll play that. I haven't played it before. I haven't mm. done it yet, though. So... Hey. I, did, I never heard that it was easier. 
Yeah, I heard, like I heard the, that some of the mechanics of the game, because there was, like, super... You can do certain first person, this broke it broke the difficulty. Mm. I, I have I don't know, I have experience with that, so I don't know, but... Mm. Interesting. Um, hey, it's the end of the year, and the beginning of a new one. Yes. We're going to do our end of the year uh, briefing. Oh, yeah, we are. I don't know how you want to do this. I don't have a ton of topics. I just have a couple different, like, categories. Yeah. Um... So I don't know how you want... Do you want to start with the big one? Yeah, we can go ahead and just start with the big one. So, uh, big the big one being, I guess, favorite, best movie, what we like the most, however you want to phrase it, of 2021. Yeah. And Zach, what is, what is your favorite movie of the year? And why is it Matrix Resurrections? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so actually... Not that it's my favorite movie of the year, but I just finished RLM's Matrix. thing on it. Yeah. And it's twice in a row. Twice in a row where I'm like... Don't agree. I've never disagreed with you guys fucking more. Yeah. I, I... Like, it's it's stupid because they say everything. They're like, yes, it's bad for all these reasons. They're like, but it's actually good, though. And I'm like, no, it's still not good just because they do the meta thing and you're like, Oh, it's different. I'm like, just cause it's different. Don't make it good. Well, it's, it goes back to like, okay, you don't want why don't you like last Jedi? Yeah. Why don't you like last Jedi? You, you can, why don't you like fucking uh, star Trek? Well, I get where Jay's coming from that at least. Cause like Jay is like kind of likes last Jedi. Like he likes it more than everybody yeah. else there, but well, then why don't you like, why don't if you, if you, why don't you like star Trek discovery then? Like it's, yeah. like, it's the same. You do want it to be the same. Yeah. You want it to build upon the ground. No, yeah, that's I get really mad with Mike in this one cuz yeah, it's like you complain about Star Trek Discovery cuz it changes so much things about yeah. Star Trek. And then you go to Matrix and you're like, "Eh, fuck it. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter." Well, cuz if if it's not sure, if it's not your fandom, you don't care. Yeah. So. If it's not your thing, you don't really care. So, uh, but no, yeah, so <sighs> There's only one movie that really sticks out in my mind to me as a movie that like I enjoyed. Uh, and that is like probably my preferred movie of the year, and it's my Animu movie. Oh, it was uh, Demon Slayer, the Demon Slayer movie that came out. Really, I really, really like that movie a lot, especially like the last half hour. Of that movie is like so fucking good. Demon Slayer. It's just very entertaining to me. I enjoyed it a lot, more so than Evangelion. That's for sure. In this movie, just just the arc of the show, of the arc of an arc of the manga, right? Yeah, it's an arc of the manga, and it's interesting because it did the, did the the Dragon Ball Super shit, where it's like, so the movie came out, but then the second season of Demon Slayer came out, and the first half of the season is just the movie again. That's so stupid. That's what the dra- and I was like, well, if you're gonna do this, then why didn't you just do the second season and just have the first yeah, half. Yeah. You clearly can just do that. Like that's terrible. It's, it's so weird to me. Cause they, cause Dragon Ball super did the same shit where it was like the, 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 what was it? The two or three DBZ movies that came out before super started. And then you go to watch super and it's like the first, like two or three arcs of that show are just the movies. Again, yeah, that's but like as episodes. That's infuriating. Yeah. That's infuriating. It's like, man. I don't know. It's very weird, but I still enjoy the movie a hell of a lot. Like, I haven't even started season two of Demon Slayer because I was like, oh, I don't want to. Well, is the animation quality worse? 
I don't know. I haven't tried okay, it. Okay, gotcha. From what I've heard, it's like literally like they just cut up the movie. Okay, into that's it. From what I heard, like I haven't yeah. watched it, but like from what I heard, like they literally just like cut the movie up into episodes. God, that's terrible. I would. Um, and then they added like one or I think it's like one or two episodes of like bookending it to like kind of like fit it in yeah. to, the, to the season or whatever. But but yeah, I don't know. Um, but I enjoyed the movie a hell of a lot. Um, and. I'm a mainstream weeb, so I just like Demon Slayer in general. But um, that's funny. But, but yeah, it was super fun. Super fun movie. Looked gorgeous. Um, and you know, we talked about like one One Piece hitting on like the when you were telling me about reading it, like it hits the like uh, the friendship aspect to it a lot. Yeah. Demon Slayer for me, I think like the writing of it, it really hits like the the um, the emotional aspect of like. Um, trying to think of how to describe it like the emotional aspect of like you know not all just because you're a demon doesn't mean you're like completely evil and all that kind of stuff like i think it really does well with like giving them like redeeming arcs and like the way that like tanjiro the main character goes about like fighting against the demons and like his purpose and whatnot i don't know i think it's an interesting aspect to it and it's like a it's a nice emotional core yeah the series that's cool, so man Hey man, what was your favorite movie of 2021 though, Jason? And why was it not Matrix Resurrections? So it was hard, man, because there was a lot of stuff that came out and a lot of stuff that those that did come out that mm-hmm. didn't like make me go, yeah, yeah, you're the one of the year. So when I well, that was the thing that was the craziest to me was that yeah, like there's so much stuff that came out, but when I think about like what I watched, like that was the only thing that really like popped into my head of like a memorable a memorable film to me. Yeah, and I think for me, excuse me, when I think about the year and what I enjoyed watching the most, obviously there's the, all the movies I saw in theaters like Fast and um, all the Marvel movies, and I think a lot of people were going to say Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I don't care. No, I don't care about Spider Man. It was fine. It was good. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Hey, movie of the year. Movie of the year for me, twenty twenty one, June eighteenth, twenty twenty one. Steven Soderbergh's No Sudden Move. Nice. It is an amazing crime movie. With a great cast, mm-hmm. and it's a great atmosphere of Detroit in the fifties, mm-hmm. and it's a great high gone wrong movie. The only downside to no sudden move is they use some weird camera lens choice for some scenes, and it's kind of gross. Well, that's um Steven Soderbergh. He's the one he likes like shooting shit on like iPhones and stuff now, right? He does some weird, like he doesn't he does use like a camera. Shit, yeah. Or he did like a fil- he did the film where he shot it on like an iPhone or he something. Did, like he that. does some weird shit, yeah. Yeah, but you have Brendan Fraser's in it, and he's really mm-hmm. good. And you have this a great Don Cheadle, obviously Benicio del Toro. It's a great movie, but what it does is mm-hmm. bring it back to a good crime flick. That's not... They don't do it too much. It's just a nice little crime thriller. Heist movie. Mm-hmm. But what it does great... It does... It does that... We don't get movies like that anymore, really. They come out. But I feel like... A guy who's good at crime movies... 
They always like leave the genre. Like finally, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, reali- most of them. Ryan Johnson realizes that he's good at making mystery movies. Yeah. So he came back with Knives Out. He's making Knives Out too. Fucking hey, you yeah. figured it out, dummy. Right. <laughs> and obviously, Soderbergh can do a lot of shit. But I think that at his best, he is doing crime flicks or heist movies. And this is not yeah. Oceans. Yeah. But what it does is go, okay, this gives me Ocean. Like, this isn't tangentially, like, in the realm mm. of Oceans. It's a way darker movie. Way darker movie yeah. than Oceans. Don't, don't don't try to compare it that way. But what it does is go, okay, cool, cool, cool. This is, this is a heist movie. And on the set, Don Cheadle said, we talked about making Oceans. And we said, it's time maybe we should do one. Hey, that alone makes a movie of the year. No Bernie Mac though, so that's. I'm okay. But... He was barely in the last two, anyways. That's true. He was. He was. Yeah, he was on the outskirts of, of those movies. And it, it, right and like right below, if you ask me ten minutes from now, my movie of the year because that's how undefinitive my year was. Like none of these movies really like. <laughs> they're all these these movies are great that I'm about to mention, but like mm-hmm. there was nothing that clearly like stood out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, Dune was great, but also, like, Dune felt like an uncompleted movie, so it felt hard to, it felt hard to, like, put that up there when, like, it really didn't even feel like, like, a completed story. No, definitely not. So, it's hard to, like, put that up there. Like, I mean, like, we both enjoyed Dune a lot, but yeah, it's hard to, hard to put that up there. Yeah, but but for me, right below No Sudden Move, again, like I said, if you asked me in 10 minutes, I, I could probably swap. Is mm-hmm. is Wrath of Man? Wrath of Man was great. Wrath of Man yeah. was like that's it was a it's also as I said to when I talked about it before, mm-hmm. it's like the most at one at one point it's a very Guy Ritchie movie, and then at, yeah. at, the, at the same time it's the most un Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, it's, it's strange the way that it works like that. Yeah, because there's no humor in it. No, it's, it's a, the most serious strict, movie ever. Yeah, it's a strict action thriller. Um, and there's like he doesn't really have movies like that. No, usually his have some sort of like humor or levity to them. At least like some sort of like side character that is able to give like yeah inject some personality. Like the last one that I watched him before Wrath of Man, like the gentleman, like you've got Hugh Grant in there, yeah. and he's like hamming it up and like doing his whole thing. So. Yeah, so exactly. So to me, it's one of those two movies, which are just both crime movies. Mm-hmm. So No Southern Move or Wrath of Man, but I think by the end of the podcast, I'll probably swap again and say Wrath of Man. So I really like Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Had a great time with that. Um, so that that was definitely in my top three. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, best movie of the year, I would say Wrath of Man. So um, okay. that's definitely my pick for the year. Best movie 2021. Put it on, put it on paper. Uh, no sudden move. So that's what we go. Yep. Um, uh, Zach. Hey, Jason. What's up? What's your favorite movie? Of the year? Probably Wrath of Man. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But okay. if you ask me, ten minutes from now, it might be Wrath of Man. But right now, okay. it's no sudden move. Okay. Okay. Um, I wanted to mention this real quick. I don't know if you have a, if you have a particular uh, favorite documentary of the year. Um, I think I don't know if it came out this year, but it was a documentary that I watched, and it was interesting to me because i'd heard about it a little bit on i don't know why but like i started getting recommended a lot of joe rogan clips from oh, his yeah, podcast yeah. 
And they were talking about the Theranos thing mm-hmm. uh, with Elizabeth Holmes. So I watched the documentary that HBO Max had about her. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was fucking crazy. <laughs> right. See, I'm a, I, my, the majority of my watching, as much as, as if I could have documentary posters on my wall, mm-hmm. it would probably be more of that because I watch more docs than I do anything else. Mm. Um, and it's not even like they're good. I don't know what it is. I don't, it's not even like, they're, they're not even like. Uh, like oh I'm gonna be smarter document. It's a pop culture documentaries. This is what I care, right. care about the most. So it's all about this st- type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watch more docs than anything. More, more movies, more TV shows. I watch documentary or docu series the most. Mm-hmm. And this year, two two ones really stood out to me, and that's okay. uh, the Val Kilmer documentary Val. Mm. And the Pat Morita, 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 the more than Miyagi. It's about the about the man who plays, you know. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Miyagi. Both of those were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I think when I come to, I think when it comes down to it, I think Val. It it, it was and so as such a fan of that guy. Mm-hmm. It was so like great to ha- watch that documentary. But it's also a really kind of like it's kind of a bummer because I just know that no matter what happens, he's never gonna come. He's never gonna be Heat again. You yeah, know? he'll never be. He's never gonna be the same. Yeah, he'll never be real genius again, and that kind of bums me out. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad that he's doing well enough. I, I, it's a really good documentary because it's him. He filmed every. He was filming it. He, that, that to me was really amazing. That's fantastic. So, I, I would say Val. That's really good, and I think it kind of got mixed reviews from the fans, but I think it did okay with critics, mm-hmm. obviously. So, but more than okay. Miyagi is really good too. Um, but I think that leads to kind of my favorite topic okay. category, which to me, I initially had it written down as the worst movie of 2021, but I didn't think that was fair because I don't watch enough shit movies to have the worst movie of the year. So I changed yeah. it to the biggest letdown. Okay. Twenty twenty one. I don't know if you, <sighs> if you have one. I mean, the first one that springs to mind immediately is Matrix Resurrection. That was obviously a huge letdown for both of us. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones that I. I don't know because I don't think there was anything else that like. I've been trying to like get into a space where I'm like not as hyped up for stuff. Yeah. Because especially the past couple of years in Hollywood, the more I've been hyped up for stuff, the more I've been let down. I guess it's not technically 2021, but Star Wars was also a huge fucking letdown. Yeah. Um, that's like basically 2021. It's like the bare end of 2020. But um, those were like the two big letdowns that like stick out in my mind. Um, I'm trying to actually... Yeah. Get into the headspace to not be so critical. Okay. To like be, I'll be in my my Facebook toy groups. Mm-hmm. And these people are really critical of toys, right? Mm-hmm. But then they'll talk about movies. And they don't know shit. And, and they, I mean, I, I don't want to say that because that's super elitist. 
mm. but they just ex- they accept more than I do. Mm, okay. They'll be like, I love the Black Widow. And I'm like, Black Widow was fucking garbage. <laughs> or they'll be like, I love the action in Mortal Kombat. And, which is my biggest letdown of the year, Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat was a big They're like, letdown. Mortal Kombat, the action Mortal Kombat was so great. And I'm like, fucking, did we watch the no, same No, God- it wasn't. Did we watch the same goddamn movie? It was... It's like below average. For for, a, average. for a lead actor who, who is a good stunt performer. Yeah. I mean, some of the fights were had hints of interestingness, but the movie itself was so... <laughs> fucking doo-doo water yeah there's such a big letdown i had such high hopes i'm not an mk super fan mm-hmm. i'm not one i'm gonna but what what the everything that Mortal Kombat pulls on is stuff that i i adore yeah so how do you not make that succeed because the whole genre the whole game series is based on fucking movies yeah like you can just make that and do that well, and how you? I mean, the main character of the series is supposed to be like a Hollywood action star, so I just don't understand how you don't do that. So yeah. to me, that was the big letdown. And then when I go on these fa- my Facebook groups, who talk about toys, who these people will break down why this Hasbro release of this Spider-Man was worse than the Hasbro release of Spider-Man from 20 years ago, and the joint mm-hmm. articulation is bad here, and you have to use a. A heat a heater to warp the joints so you can bend them properly here and there and cloth good they they love toys i love toys too but yeah. i love movies first and yeah. these people who i respect in the world of action figures yeah. will put on the internet on facebook in this group they will in these groups and they will type man snake eyes was had a lot of, was a really good movie and I have to like sit there and be like, "Am I in the fucking Twilight Zone?" I didn't even take the time to watch Snake Eyes. It was, it was whatever. Yeah. But it just shows me that that like I'm so I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just a natural contrarian, which I am, or if I'm just a naturally harsh critic. I don't know. But like it was like when mm-hmm. when when I was watching No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. I and this is not me trying to be. Like, I toot my own horn. Boop, 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 boop. All right, no, it's not that shit. I'm just saying, like, I wa- I watched the f- whole frame, not just the actor. In the mm-hmm. in like in the opening scene, No Time to Die, when she's leaving him, and he puts her on mm-hmm. the train. She touches her belly, which signifies that she's pregnant. He hasn't she hasn't told him yet. But fucking people didn't re- people didn't recognize that shit. I was like, first off, duh. We know she's pregnant, obviously, of course. Yeah. That's the fucking old parallel. I think it's something to tell you. Blah, blah, blah. She's not going to say she's fucking gay or like has yeah. like AIDS or something. She's going to tell you she's pregnant, obviously. But she gives yeah. you the visual cue. Thank you, Carrie Fukunaga. We got it. But like, that movie was not good. That was a letdown movie. It was fine. But yeah. honestly, that whole series was a letdown for series. Yeah, going through a retrospective, it really is only like, I mean, for me, there's only like two Casino. good ones. One good one. Don't don't get me started on goddamn Spectre again. No, not Spectre. Uh, I mean, my second is Skyfall. Skyfall. Don't get but... me started on goddamn Sky. I will clip that and just post that because that fucking <laughs> that movie is 
bullshit. But I, I, I realize that I'm so critical, and I always have been, right? And I wonder if I could just be like your brother. And just watch Transformers. Just watch Transformers. And just be like, it's a life changing and just be experience. Like, Dude, this is this is the movie. Oh my god! Because how come I can do that? I can watch Three Ninjas, and be like, yeah. that's this is this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I know it's Garbo, but I have a great time with it. And that's nostalgia driven, yeah. obviously. But like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't pretend like fucking. Don Wilson's Blood Fist is a great movie, but I love it. Yeah. But then I'll go watch. Give me a movie from this year that you watched. Uh, The Green Knight. I will go watch Green Knight and walk out and be like, not enough action. The trailer said one movie was supposed to be it, but wasn't that. False advertising. That's a really bad thing. Actor was too small. Definitely not a knight. Like, I, I'll, walk out, I'll walk out of the theater with like a fucking myriad of like, Nope, this is why the movie blows. Right? And I wonder if, like, <clears throat> maybe... Because my expectations are already, like, already down. Mm-hmm. But what, I, I wanted to be like, Hey, I can't... I'm so excited to see the new Marvel movie. <laughs> my movie of the year is a Marvel movie. Like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Who's, like, the dudes on YouTube you see who are like, Oh, my God. I just saw in the background of Spider-Man this scene, there's a reference mm-hmm. to fucking the Punisher, and, oh, those, yeah. and those people are like fucking like they get oh so cool, and I sit there like I don't fucking care. I saw it too, <laughs> asshole. Who gives a shit? <laughs> but I want to be that guy because I'm so tired of like walking out of the theater and my fiance being like, "So what you think?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Um, um, okay, uh, okay." Here's why it's Where not. Here's not. Here's why it's not fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know how you are, but like that's how I am. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm probably more forgiving of movies than you are. I definitely am not at the point where like my movie of the year is gonna be like a Marvel movie or some shit like that, or like I'm like deep diving to like all these references and whatnot. But like, I feel like I'm usually willing to give a little bit more leeway to stuff that I watched. Yeah. Um, probably cause I, I think for me, the biggest thing is like, not so much like, like I enjoy people's breakdowns of like script writing and like the, the logical like sequence and, mm-hmm. and reasoning that should go into like making scripts. But like when I'm watching a movies, you normally the emotional stuff clings to me more than like, um, oh, this breaks the continuity of this scene with, like, this previous scene because, yeah. like, they said this and then they did this. And, like, I don't know. Like, for me, like, normally, like, if I think about something later, like, I'll be like, oh, that's, like, a fucking huge plot hole. But, like, when I'm watching the movie, like, I normally don't. Yeah. My mind usually, like, skips over a little a little bit. But normally when I give something, like, a deeper, a deeper thought or a deeper, like, analysis, like, after I've watched it, I'll, like, pick on stuff. But, like, as I'm watching it, I'm like – you know, as long as I'm like not fucking miserable and like I'm enjoying my time, I'm usually able to like give a movie a little bit more of a pass. Yeah, see, my my brain is like, all right, those shoes are definitely this different color. <laughs> like we were, I was watching the Mega sixty four movie, mm-hmm. and like last week, yeah, there was a scene where Derek has black shoes and then it cuts to him mm-hmm. having white shoes, and I was like, oh, come on, guys. 
Come on, guys. What are we doing here? Is that a joke? Come on, Is that son. a joke? If that's a joke, I'm, I'm cool. But which is the lack of continuity. Hey. This took five years. You know? Yeah. Stuff like that. So it's like, I can't not turn off that part of my brain when I'm watching a movie. Usually, I'm, I'm constantly like, I'm like, like, oh, that, that, that was a weird choice for a shot. Did you mm-hmm. plan that? Or are you just fucking on the day of, like, yeah, let's just do this. <laughs> you know? Um, but I want, I, I really want to work on just being more accepting, mm-hmm. being more happy in terms of like my, 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 Hey, there's the dudes that watch the people that go home on the Wednesday night and they turn mm-hmm. on their TV and they watch some bullshit ABC fucking TNT garbage. Yeah. Those people are, are happy. Right. A lot of times they seem happy with their lives, yeah. But hey, blissful in their ignorance. Hey, I wa- I'm on. I I've been watching The Flash in season one. It's season nine, and guess what? It's the same thing every single week. But I still love it. I I. I can't believe The Flash is still going on, especially now that Arrow's done. I know, right? I but I wish, I wish I could be that fucking dude, just to be like, oh man, I can't believe. I love it. Just goes home and pops on the CW and like has a killer for time. And just fucking loves that terrible CG and that. Mm. I wish, man. But I don't know. Zach. Can watch Riverdale and be like, hell yeah, this is like my shit. What about you, man? What 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 you got for me for your 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 biggest letdown? Did you? Because you you mentioned a couple things, but like, does anything stick out? Because you didn't say yours, right? No, I didn't. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I think it's a similar I think it's similar to you. Like it's either it's either going to be Mortal Kombat or like I don't know, like there were bad movies, but like the movies that like I'm thinking of that are bad are like not movies that I was like, oh, this is going to be like the fucking shit. Like Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I was not like going to that movie like, oh, this is going to be like yeah. top tier. Exactly. But I think the one that yeah, I think the one that sticks out to me is probably Mortal Kombat or The Matrix. I don't know. And Those see, are the, probably like the two up there for in me. In The Matrix, I I didn't even have any hope at all from in general. In general. <laughs> so I knew that like Mortal Kombat to me was like this is the opening of a new potential series. Yeah. And I and and you're saying you're going to make it a great action movie and you just let down They had the same problems The Matrix had which like the action was so terrible. Mm-hmm. And the Matrix has such high expectations to me, but two and three are still like low expectations in general. So I almost like yeah. kind of give it like a pass, being like, "Yeah, I you were gonna suck. I knew you were gonna suck." But Mortal Kombat was like, "Okay, this this there's not we don't have a bunch of Mortal Kombat movies." Yeah, this is an active franchise that should do really well, and I think it did. I think it did do really well. I think people really liked it. I think it did decent enough. I know. I mean, I don't know. It's in that weird space where it's like HBO Max it was in numbers. theaters, but it was also on HBO Max, so yeah. it's hard to tell like how good it actually did, like or how much, or at least how much weight like yeah. Warner Brothers is putting on like the HBO Max viewership. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I felt like a lot of people were talking about it. I saw a ton um, in my yeah. toy groups, and it just was like it was, it was like this. I watched Mortal Kombat. I gotta go. I gotta make sure I buy. I could go out now and find the Storm Collectibles Mortal Kombat figures. And I'm, like, thinking, like, fucking just play the goddamn game. Yeah. Because, like, after... That's what got me hyped for the movie was, like, 
buying, was it 13? Oh, 11. Is it 11 or 13? It's 11. 11. So buying 11 and like fucking playing as Rambo. Like that, that shit got me hyped. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, this movie's going to be so fucking, this movie's going to be sweet. They're going to fucking mm-hmm. do this shit. And then they didn't. They did not. They didn't do anything that was good. That fucking this time don't even get us started on the fucking main character's fucking power. Oh my god, the bullshit like literal plot armor. Oh my god, dude, get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, when I really think about it, I really didn't watch like too many like new movies that were like letdowns to me. Because, like, I didn't watch Black Widow, but I also didn't think it looked good to begin with, which is why yeah. I didn't go watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, like, just even looking at, like, stuff that came out that I was, like, trying to jog my memory a little bit. And I'm, like, not seeing, like, really anything that I, like, took the time to watch. Because, like, and the stuff that I did watch, like, was not, like, a letdown to me or I wasn't, like, super disappointed about it. Like, I was happy with Kong. Godzilla. I was happy with Shang Chi. I fucking loved Wrath of Man. Suicide Squad was fun. So, I'm so honestly surprised you didn't say like uh, your movie of the year was Pig. Nah, I mean Pig's fun, but like I don't think it's not like enjoyable in that sense. Like a rewatchable ability. Yeah, it's not like a rewatchable movie to me. Yeah, I like it was that. a good movie, and like I enjoyed it a lot. But it's not a movie where it's like, yeah. I'm going to sit down for a week, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna go fucking watch Pig. Yeah, it's the Schindler, it's the Schindler's List effect. Yeah, I would say that for sure. Where it's like, this is a great movie, but I'm not gonna crack open a Budweiser and <laughs> watch yeah. Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna like have a fucking killer yeah, weekend with like, dude, Schindler List on my to-do list. I got, I got a pizza coming, and the pizza guy comes, and I'm like, what are you watching? Oh, dude. You got the boys coming over, we're gonna crap a couple of cold ones and watch Schindler's watch List. Watch Schindler's List, bro. The girl in the coat, what a fucking moment, bro. You know? Yeah, that's... that's. Uh, I could have done more. Oh, my God, so good. So good. I, know, I go on YouTube, I, I go on YouTube, I watch it randomly all the time. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, this uh, I thought that the the end the year ended with a bang, but I never got to see Kingsman. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't gotten a chance to go actually watch it yet. I think I actually might do that this weekend. So that that to me is like that's that could be an addendum. That could be. That could come out and be like either that was a letdown, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of boring, or like that could be like movie of the year. Yeah, possibly. that's a letdown. I got that the pending uh, placement for me. Yeah, uh, but Zach, is there anything else you want to mention, dude, for for the year wrap up, the wrap up in general for the year before we head into twenty twenty two? Because we already said at the top of the show, we don't we don't really got much we're even looking forward to in twenty twenty two. There's like a handful of things, really. Yeah, there's like a couple Pixar things, Batman, and like that's only only the only stuff that's really like stuck out in my mind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Still no Blade. Uh, look. I'm almost done, caught up, but I'm ready for the back half. JoJo, part six. Mm. Happy with it. I've been, it's weird because I've been like actually, um, I've been actually like uh, slow rolling JoJo more than I thought really? I would. Like, I'm fine with it. Like, I've been watching just like a couple episodes here and yeah. there. And I'm enjoying it more like that instead of like burning through all 12 in like a yeah. day. Uh, but it's super fun. Like, I'm liking it a lot. Um, and I watched Super Crooks too. Oh yeah, so yeah. Super Crooks was fun. Yeah. Um, 
if you haven't watched that or you know uh you might have read it it, yeah it could be way different who knows but it was such a fun fucking show i liked it a lot especially like speaking of like heist movies and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like the build-up to the like their big heist at the end is like it's satisfying to like watch them like come together as a team and like to be able to like pull this off and like seeing like a heist movie in the in the guise of like superpowers and like how that works is like super interesting it was a lot of fun a lot i liked like all the cast and the soundtrack was like fucking banger so that's cool yeah well hey guys those are the big things uh that was 2021 we'll come back 2022 uh we haven't decided to what we're gonna do yet but we'll we'll figure it out in a second but guys thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll see you back next week more tech the vending machines see you guys see ya